0: Should we get you some water? <laughs> I know right. Get an assistant on it. Get her some water stat. I stand.
1: Everybody. welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara, this is Haley. Hi Haley. Hi Tara. So, uh, interesting thing happened to me about an hour ago. <gasps> oh my gosh. I was sitting outside of my, one of my favorite coffee shops in New York. It's called no. Blue Bottle Coffee. <laughs> I was sitting outside and I was taking notes for the episode. And a bird shit all over me. Just all oh over <laughs> me. All over my brand new white espadrilles. People audibly gasped. Like, genuinely. Uh. Like, people walked by and went, "Oh." <laughs> I that's saw how bad on your it was
0: Instagram story but you looked beautiful thank you so like-
1: <laughs> no shit all over me I had to change my Aww. jeans I had to oxyclean my brand new espadrilles oh,
0: but you know wow. what people say that that is good luck god bless oxyclean
1: Is it? Apparently. I don't know if it's like what people say to you when it rains on your wedding day and they're like, oh, that's good luck because they're trying to make you feel better. But, you know, it's like a bird shits on you and they're like, no, it's good luck because they're trying to make you feel better. Yeah. So no, I don't. You don't subscribe to that?
0: What could that possibly mean good luck for? I don't
1: know. (laughs) Good fortune. Like we're showering you with good fortune. We're showering you with shit, you know?
0: Maybe it's like it could only go up from here. Yeah. It's really more of the energy. Maybe
1: that's really what it is. So honestly, I walked into today's episode feeling really... um, lucky filled to the brim with good fortune yeah just showered with love. love and love
0: oh that's great yeah I feel like we should knock on wood or something sure I don't know. That just felt like important to do. I will say when I saw it on your story, you looked really beautiful. Thank you. You wearing your little beret. I wore my
1: little beret and my my sweater, and I was very cozy you had a and very, comfy.
0: Like, Valentine pink and red. Oh, you're right. It was, it was gorgeous. Yeah. I loved it. Thank you. It was like the original colors that we were going to go with for our branding. I know. It, <laughs> that was my first thought. It truly,
1: truly was. And then a bird shit all over me. He missed uh. my sweater and my beret though. So.
0: Well, thank God. Yeah. That's
1: lucky. Exactly. That's the look luck. It. No, I'm trying to look on the bright side because we have a really fun episode planned for today. I'm very much yeah. looking forward to this. There is a correction that I want to issue from last
0: week's episode. I don't feel like we have very many like corrections to issue, except mm. for that one time when I said that Jason Ritter... Was Lauren Graham's husband on Parenthood? Oh but yeah, I didn't feel important enough to change. It was no. more of like a wish in my heart because I forgot about Ray Romano, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And if anyone wanted to yell at us, it was on our Instagram story. So, but the one that I wanted to do from last week was something that I didn't even remember happening. Like you could have said that. Like true or false, this happened, and it would have been a complete guess, and I probably would have guessed false, mm-hmm. was that Lorelai blew a kiss to Jess in the revival. Mm-hmm.
1: I sent you that gif yesterday. I was yeah. like, what? how did we never notice this?
0: I never remembered that. I was
1: looking up content to post on our Instagram, and I was looking for content of Lorelei and Jess which is rare because they're never really together and we yeah. sort of talked about that last week but it was a situation where I googled it and that was one of the first things that came up was like did you all notice that Lorelai blows Jess a kiss in the revival and I was like no no and like maybe I did when I first watched no, it no I, I didn't have any recollection of that, that. never uh, same same goes for me if somebody had said true or false this happened I would have said absolutely never
0: yeah I mean I probably would have like you know, waffled on it for a second and been like, no, that didn't happen. But it did. It totally did. I know. Does that change your Lorelai and Jess favorite moments? Ooh. That was where the addendum came in. No,
1: because my, one of my favorite moments between the two of them was in that same scene was when mm-hmm. she comes in and she's like, you look yeah. hot. Randy Gerber hot. I think that that would just kind of.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't be the top, but it's definitely up no, there. No, no, no. It honestly, it's it's at the top,
1: but it's, it's one of those at things where top. it's not necessarily tippy top i <laughs> It's one of those things where it's not necessarily like an amendment to what I previously said. It's more an extension of the same scene. You know, I love that, though. I love that that kind of puts a button a little bit on their story arc and how they were so at odds with one another. And then she's blowing him a kiss. That's nice. Yeah.
0: And like, I know a kiss can be blown sarcastically, but like she's saying bye to him genuinely. Like she like blows him a kiss and like it's very like we are family. Yeah. It's like it's like I'll see you later catch catch a later um, step nephew yeah nothing like a catch a later step nephew <laughs> rolls right off the tongue <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But it is one of those things where he
1: is loved by the man she loves, you know, so I love that she has now kind of embraced the fact that he's in their lives and she probably also sees a lot of the growth and maturity that he's gone through. That's a big assumption on my end, but that move honestly does say a lot.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's like a look
1: through the window, if you will.
0: I, when you said that, I was like, we have to bring that up. Of course. We can't just just let that go. I guess it's not a correction. It's more of just like, in addition to.
1: Yeah. A fun fact did you know? And we'll post it on our Instagram story. Yeah. Oh, because it's so cute. So speaking of looks through the window and our favorite moments, we have a lot of those to talk about today. We're going to be ranking seasons, episodes, a lot of different yeah, things.
0: Yeah, we have a lot of categories to get through. Yeah, I'm really excited. I know, it's going to be a fun um, one. And this all came about because of a TikTok that I posted the day. There's a TikTok trend of like, this is the artist. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's meant for like musicians because they're talking <laughs> about albums. Yeah. Um, but I, of course, applied it to Gilmore Girls. The- and you did it as well, and ours were very different, which I was not surprised by. No,
1: n- neither was I, but especially I was especially surprised by the fact that our last one was the same. Yeah. Oh, but I sure. also feel like that's kind of one of the only options. There, there are probably. like two, a and I and I went with the one that I chose. Um, yeah. But I'd say, like, my t- my two were tied. I had just already talked about the other episode in my TikTok, so I was like,
0: I don't really need to repeat it. What was the category for the last one? I forget. Oh, to see it performed live. Mm-hmm. And we both chose Friday Night's All Right for Fighting. But
1: my second one was They Shoot Gilmore's, Don't They? Oh, Wouldn't you yeah. love to see the dance marathon live? Wouldn't you love yeah, to see the, the, runaround. The, the runaround live and Dean screaming at Rory live? Oh, yeah.
0: And then we sneak off into the back hallway and Dave and Lane are having their cute moment. It's just like, but like seeing that fight at the Gilmore house, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's the theatrical, that's the theater of it all. But riddle
1: me this. What about the whole rest of the episode? I haven't seen it in a while. But
0: like is oh. that the pinnacle of the episode? Is that the only reason to watch the episode? For me, absolutely not. I love that episode because that's the episode when Rory and Logan save the Yale Daily News.
1: Oh, okay, it's a good yeah. episode. It's a good one. It's
0: a good episode. You're right. You're I right. just and Logan's at the coffee cart and but this is like a hard episode for Lorelai cuz that's when she looks through the window <laughs> at uh, April and mm-hmm. Luke through the um Taylor's yeah, with the whole entire town surrounding her. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that episode, and I I love that episode as a whole. But like, it's a great episode. I would kill to see them perform it live, quote unquote. I mean, that section is for, definitely like, yeah Friday. It was the just part of Friday Night Dinner. So freaking good. I know. Um, but this also made me. Like which I already knew. Like we have very different tastes in Gilmore Girls, and I would say, like from what I've always experienced with people who are Gilmore Girls fans, you have a classic Gilmore Girls taste. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine is a little bit more like I think it's a little more modern personally. I think that it's like
1: the difference between nostalgic Gilmore Girls and more like modern storytelling Gilmore Girls.
0: Let's see then. Let's see because we we ha- we're ranking the seasons, but we very specifically are doing it two different ways. Mm-hmm. And the first one is like our preference, like our favorites, the ones that we think are... It's a personal taste. And then we'll do it from what we think is like their best. Like a strong storytelling. storytelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From that end. Great. You want to go first? Yeah. So do we start from the bottom or do we start from the top? Which way do I want to make people mad? (laughs) Let's build them together. Okay. We'll do our... I'll say my last one and you can say your last one. Okay. My least favorite season is season one.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. Season one over season seven? I thought about this so much last night, I like can't even explain. like I yeah. Yeah. Is it because of Logan? Well yeah. Like but I just That's okay. If I'm ever going to watch Gilmore Girls, I'm I never pick season one. The only reason I'm watching season one right now is because we're doing Gilmore revisited. Yeah. And I will say like when it's on um what's that channel that it comes on? Up? Is that the name of the that we don't have cable <laughs> Oh, it comes on during the day, um, like it plays a couple episodes, mm. and if it's on, I will 1,000% sit down and watch season one. Sure. There's something about it being on cable that I love, oh, yeah, but like- yeah, it's that
1: nostalgia, like we were talking about.
0: Wow, Haley, season yeah. one, okay. I season love it. One. I love a spicy take. Yeah. I don't want to be held to this, I will say. Because, like, I'm going to change this tomorrow, Well, I feel no, like. but I also feel like as we continue to move through Gilmore Revisited, you might have a different appreciation for it. I feel like after after we get through that, a little bit of that, we'll have to do another, a Rankings Revisited. Yeah, Rankings <laughs> Revisited. Oh, I
1: love it. Oh, that's a great... Yeah. yeah, because I have to say, mine also, like, this was hard for me to do. Because I was like, there are certain seasons, like, it depends on what mood I'm in. They generally don't change, but, like... Yeah. It really depends on my mood. My least favorite is seven. I mean, I have that has not been a secret. No one should be shocked yeah. by that. Season seven, no. for me, is just just no. It, it doesn't bring me any warm fuzzy feelings. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like Gilmore Girls to me.
0: It doesn't. There are
1: very few moments.
0: Yeah, we did ask our close friends what they thought, and almost everyone said that their least favorite was seven, if not the revival. Like, but most people are in keeping with you that seven was. Yeah, that's favorite favorite. Um, okay, what's your next one? A
1: Year in the Life. If you say season two, I'm going to sign off. <laughs> uh, we'll end the call because I put season two. <laughs> well, anyway, that's the end of our podcast. Thank you for joining Love us. You, bye. <laughs> I'm not going to shame you for that. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a side eye and like a big fat no sparkly heart.
0: Yeah, I'll accept the no sparkly heart for sure. But we will get to you know, we'll get to it. But I know, yeah, okay, yeah, season two. <laughs> All right, what's your next one? It's the revival. OK, I
1: put The Revival as my second to last because once again, it doesn't it doesn't feel like Gilmore Girls, but it feels more like Gilmore Girls than season seven to me. You know,
0: I get that. Yeah.
1: Mine um
0: is season six. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it. You know, it's-
1: here's here's why. For me, it's just that like and this changes spoiler alert. Um, when I rank the seasons based on storytelling, but like I just don't love the conflict between Lorelai and Rory. Mm-hmm. I think those episodes are just like really hard to watch from like a comfort perspective. So that's why yeah. from a personal stance, like I have a really tough time, especially with those first like the first half of the season and then oh, everything yeah. with April and Anna just
0: the. You know? And I love it for some reason. Well,
1: because like you thrive on the conflict of it all. Again, when we get to the storytelling, (laughs) when we get to the storytelling, this is going to deeply shift. But from a personal preference standpoint, season six doesn't do it for For me. For sure. What's your next one? Season seven. Okay. Wow. You would rank season seven higher than the revival.
0: Yeah, Why? I've said this on my TikTok before that like the rumors are terrible and cruel, but honey, most of them are true. Was a trend that people were doing on TikTok, mm-hmm. this trending sound, and it's true that because I did that to season seven, and that I I watched season seven way more than I watched the early seasons. Like it's terrible and cruel, but it's true mm. that there's more for me to enjoy in it despite the fact that I hate it mm-hmm. and that's because of Logan and I'm not gonna yeah, you know I'm okay. down in the trenches and this terrible storytelling for my man Logan yeah. it feels like really expensive fan fiction you know mm. I'm getting all these random cute moments that like I've never really gotten before yeah. and I don't really love them because the conflict is bad mm. so like the sweet moments don't pay off as well yeah. in my opinion um but yeah I watch season seven way more than I watch one or two. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It doesn't have that same like Gilmore Girls feel. I don't get the same warm, fuzzy feeling as when I watch my favorite seasons. Sure. But, like, but when
1: you're invested in a character and you want to see their story through, I understand. And especially if those were the seasons you grew up with. Like I did not grow up yeah. with those later seasons. I just didn't. I didn't watch those until I was an adult. And I do think that that definitely has an impact.
0: And I definitely know like it's like a sense memory to know when to fast forward. Like yeah. the moment I know like the moment that a scene between Rory and Logan is going to end. I'm like, oh. Get through Chris and Lorelai. Ugh. But tell me about it. Yeah. Mine is season four. And I feel like a lot of people like kind of feel pretty mid about season four. I feel very neutral about it.
1: Yeah. It's one of those seasons for me that just sort of feels like it's there. I like watching it. I like the Arc of the season, it's just kind of bland for me. And I don't know if that's because, like, with the exception of everything that happens in the fallout of season four, with like Rory and Dean and then Jess coming to her and all of that, it's like we don't really get any Rory romance drama, which I actually think is kind of refreshing. So it's why it rests in the middle for me. And you're sort of seeing the buildup of Lorelei and Luke. But I hate Luke's relationship with Nicole and then like Laura lies with Jason. And then there's all the conflict budding between Emily and Richard. So it's like one of those things that doesn't feel necessarily comfortable to watch. Like because we get Paris and Asher too. Yeah, all icky and uncomfy. But like, again, when we get to the storytelling of, of it all, we can talk about it. But I just it doesn't feel like a nostalgic season. But because it comes after season three, sometimes I'll just kind of watch it as a palate cleanser. So this is coming in at number four. What is yours?
0: Three season. Three. Okay, respectable. I totally hear yours. That. Five, five. I mm-hmm. really
1: do love season five. I do.
0: Yeah, um, I like season three. Yeah,
1: it's just one of those ones that like I don't instantly grab for. Yeah. After I get through seasons one through three, I would rather watch that over watching season four or any of the others. I would turn to season
0: five first. Because in my my third from the top, is season four. Okay. I love I love season four. Like, I used to not like it because of, like, the, literally all of the reasons that you explained where I was just kind of, like, feeling really mid about it. But, like, in the last couple of years, I've really gravitated towards season four. I totally understand that. It feels really comfortable. Mm. And, like, all of the ways that you said that it wasn't, it's just something about it, like, it just feels like kind of, like, Nothing much is happening. Yeah, you're just kind of watching everybody's lives unfold.
1: I mean, it is fun to, like, watch Rory go to college and to watch the relationship between her and her mother shift. I know that's one of your favorite episodes. I love. And when it comes to like Lorelai finally fulfilling her dream of opening the inn and seeing like all the obstacles she has to face and you know there are definitely moments about it that feel comfortable. I
0: think it's because I also really just love the end of that season like tick 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 boom and after boom and Luke can see her face. Yeah. And all of those like and like seen in a mall. Storytelling wise I think is like it's like a cozy place to settle into. Mine is one season one. Mm, Yeah. Okay. For me
1: it's so warm fuzzy cozy there are so many episodes I skip over because I know that they're still kind of finding their footing
0: as a series which people found weird that we don't sit and watch like every time we watch Gilmore Girls we're not sitting and watching it all the way through I
1: mean I'll keep it on in the background and let it play through but like if I'm actually sitting and watching it I don't know. It depends. Again, it depends on my mood. Because
0: we talked about on our Patreon episode that we like popcorn through all of the episodes that like I'll sit and watch partings for like every night for 16 weeks and never revisit any of the other episodes. But I, I feel like it's stressful to watch them all the way through. I don't know why. What
1: I more so do is I'll start in a random spot. And then I will let it play Just through. Just kind of let it play. Yeah. yeah, It's less that I start from the beginning and I go chronologically. It's more that I'm like, I feel like watching this episode today. And then once it's over, I let it play. Okay, what's your second? Uh, season three. Yeah, I, I, I figured. And for me, it was hard to pick between season three and season one because I would say as an adult, I like watching season one more for comfort. Like, that's my comfort food. Oh, interesting. Um, because I think that it's such a time capsule, season one. Yeah. But season three was usually my favorite growing up because that was when Jess and Roy got together and I was so excited.
0: And Dance Marathon, which is your And fave. Dave Rodowski
1: was there. So, Dave. you know, season three has a lot of fun moments. It's more yeah. that, like... I don't know. I think it has a lot of really fun episodes that, again, kind of bring me back. But season one has become more of my comfort food lately. So those were kind of tied. But if I had to choose, season three would take
0: second place for me. What about you? This one I went back and forth on because I have had a favorite season for... As long as the season has been out, and this second one has been like encroaching on it more and more, because my second one is season six. Yes, but it's been like more and more lately, like edging closer to the first spot, but it is still very firmly. It's in it's the, the second, second which I totally understand, and I just. I just love season six so, oh my god, there's so many episodes in that season that I will just like, if I'm going to sit down and watch a whole season, I'll sit down and watch all of season six. That one is the one that I could, from beginning to end, not skip a single episode and feel great about every moment of it, it would be season six.
1: Interesting. Which
0: makes me feel like it'd be my favorite, but it's not.
1: Can I tell you, I don't think there's a single season of Gilmore Girls where I wouldn't skip an episode, even in my favorite season. See,
0: season six, I think I would watch every single one. Okay. Not skip a single one. I love that. Because we're, we're going to talk about like our least favorite episodes in, mm-hmm. like I had a, the only one that I had a hard time with was season six because I was like, there's I would sit wow. and watch the whole season because in my favorite season, there are ones that I would skip, but yeah. I don't know. Does that make it my favorite? No, no, it's not. I don't think so. It's not.
1: No. So, okay. Obviously, season five is your favorite season, season which I, favorite. I knew and I totally respect. I love that season. It's a great season.
0: Oh my God. It's just everything... Up- no, I guess it's not everything about it. <laughs> is season six my favorite? No, it's not. Season five is my favorite, and I very, you know, fifteen-year-old Haley would not allow it to change. <laughs> and I really need to respect her opinions. Yeah,
1: season two for me is my favorite. Always has been. Always will be. I think when I was growing up, season three was my favorite, but season two I just think is brilliant. It's where I think they really hit their stride as a series. Yeah, I think so too. I will say though. I always skip the road trip to Harvard. That episode bores the, road the living hell out
0: of me. I don't know oh why. My God, I, love I it. never watch it. I love that episode. I know. See, I will say though that. Do you follow Haley on TikTok? Haley Bell Mullins. I do. Yeah. So she went to Gilmore Girls trivia recently, and she said one of the questions were, "What did Lorelai and Rory write in the book at the Cheshire Cat in that episode?" Yeah. And I was like, "I don't know," and it made me realize that I would like be terrible at Gilmore
1: Girls trivia. Like, I think you and I together would be really good at Gilmore Girls trivia. Like, if we were on a team. But Solo, yeah. I mean, you would be able to answer questions about the latter seasons that I would be like, I don't even remember that happening. Like Lorelai blowing just the kiss in the revival. I'd be like, false.
0: Yeah. I truly think I would be so bad at Gilmore Girls trivia. Yeah. And everyone would be like, oh, Haley's going to win. I'm going to be like, I'm going to get 16th place. Yeah. Like That was a random number. Yeah. Good to know. But I just feel like I would suck at it for some reason. Yeah. I really want to go to a Gilmore Girls trivia just to see how bad I would do. I
1: know. Ooh, um, we should seek that out. <laughs> so repeat for me from like favorite to least favorite from a personal standpoint, what yours are.
0: Uh, season five. Five, six, four, three, seven, revival, two, and one. Okay. Mine is two three one five four six revival seven. Wow. We'll see so if anybody different. if anybody aligns aligns with that. We'll have to put a um like a little question sticker on our Instagram story and see how see how people fall in there. Yeah. But yeah, let's do it from like more of like now how we think that like a storytelling storytelling, how good the season was, like like a critical eye. Okay.
1: You want to go from you want to go from tail to top again?
0: Yeah, let's do it again.
1: Mine is the same. It's season seven. I think the storytelling yep. is season terrible. seven. Yep. It's yep. just, and for obvious reasons, and it's not a slight towards the writers. It's just that they did not. It is a little bit of a slight towards. The well, writers. it's just that they didn't know the show as well as Amy and Dan. They didn't yeah. know that world as well, and so yes, I do give a little bit of a side eye to them. But it's more over about knowledge it's of the not, show, less yeah, about like the actual
0: writing that they did. It just it was just weak feels like comparatively. A show. Yes, and it doesn't mean anything because, like, clearly I like watching it. I mean, it's relatively high in my rankings mm-hmm. much higher than i think anyone thought it would be because i really don't like it like, i know it's just like i feel like i'm out here in the trenches for my man logan huntsberger getting through these like really like it, it just feels like a little bit of an elevated full house mm-hmm. at points and it just doesn't capture like the essence of gilmore girls yeah for sure it doesn't stop me from watching it but overall meh. meh storytelling um what's your second from the bottom i think
1: we both have the revival in this yep. one yep we yeah. sure do it just yeah. it it just didn't do it for me I think it was pandering a lot to the fan base which is totally cool but I also think
0: that I mean we've talked about the revival before yeah if you're not listening to these episodes in order we have a whole revival episode where we talk about our feelings on that yeah if you want to go revisit that it's called a
1: revival nothing more
0: what is your I guess third from the bottom season one mm, interesting yeah I did season three. Oh, okay what about season three Season 3 has a lot of really good episodes, like... Some of the best episodes of Gilmore Girls I completely came agree. From season three, but I think that as a whole, like if we're looking at it from like the entire season's like arc, the storytelling of it, it's so inconsistent. It doesn't feel like the arc of the season is as like solid or complete. Not that it's not there and not that it's not good. I just don't feel like it's as consistent or polished or I just don't feel like it's as good as other seasons. Mm. Not that I don't like it, but I just feel like, like where it starts and where it lands, just like don't really do it. For for me yeah. but like some of the best episodes we have Dave Rogowski like there's just like there's some really really good moments yeah. but I think as a whole it's just not as good it's not there for me season one I was
1: very torn between this and what I ranked a little bit higher than this but they're kind of on the same level for me season one is my come like one of my comfort seasons but as far as storytelling goes it's a lot of setup which can be really boring and it's very intricately built which I respect but it's just setting us up for the future seasons. I think as a whole, as a season, it's strong, but it's not their strongest. For me, the one that I actually ranked just higher than season one, which honestly was like a last minute decision for me, is season Mm -hmm. four. And it's because of what we just talked about. I really genuinely think that it's kind of, for lack of a better term, like a lackluster season. And so like, that's why it's kind of, still in the middle for me yeah i only ranked it a little bit higher than season one because i feel like the stakes are higher than season one i think they exist on the same plane they're really like setting you up for what i think in my opinion are two of the best seasons of gilmore girls season two and season five it
0: does feel like a little bit like of like a this is the takeoff for taking flight into the better season um i also have four here um But I ranked it above three because like, again, I think that three is just full of strong episodes, but not a strong arc. Whereas I feel like four, it's really consistent in it and like the way that it comes across. I mean, there are a lot of episodes in it that I feel like I'm like, this is kind of boring, like as a whole. But I really like I've come to appreciate it a lot more because I feel like where a lot of people are like thinking like, like you said, it's like icky, like with like the Dean storyline. I think it's really good drama, though. For sure. Like, I feel like a lot of the reasons that people are like, oh, I hate this, like, as opposed to the fact that they really just, like, don't like Dean. What? Like you, my friend. (laughs) Who, me? I really like the drama that they pull into it, and it feels like, I don't know, it feels like a really good blend of where season five goes and where we just came with the first three seasons. Four is pretty mid, but overall, the arc of it feels really I don't know I just really like because I really like the Jason storyline I really like the Emily and Richard storyline I like that Rory's kind of not doing well at school like or it just seems like she keeps kind of like coming up short and like has to drop that class and it's
1: a glimpse into a different life for Rory because we've only ever known her in Stars Hollow so that's why I ranked it a little bit above one is because like it is different it offers a whole new set of challenges to these characters different relationships yeah. that they're entangled in it's very very interesting story building and I think
0: that's part of it is like it, it's like a lot of new new for all of them mm-hmm. like lies at the inn, and Rory's in college and I think that they handled that transition from like the classic like town school like independence in and like took us to a new place in a really good transition I think it was like a really solid shift But I will say that season four
1: has some of my least favorite episodes. Like, it's not like seasons two and five and three. And for me, season one, like, I can't really pick out episodes that I'm like, oh, I love that episode. Like, I would not pick a lot of episodes out of season four to be like, I'll watch just this episode today.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. So what's your top? What's the top four? (sighs)
1: Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, including beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, and more.
0: And as you all know, I love shopping through the Rakuten app. Every time I shop online, I always start there to see what the cashback deals are. It's incredibly user-friendly, membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. The best part is you can maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals because the app lets you know what the store sales and coupons are at your
1: favorite places to shop. Speaking of favorite places to shop, I love shopping Anthropologie's post-holiday sale where they put their clearance on clearance. This year, not only did I get savings on top of savings, but I also got cash back by shopping their sale through Rakuten. Cashback rates are changing daily, so make sure that you check their site or your app to snag the best deals.
0: Start all of your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app like me to start your saving today. Your cashback really adds up.
1: Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really
0: drink alcohol, but we do love
1: All right here's the thing these all like it's almost like a tie for first and then subsequently a tie for third and fourth. like a tie for first and second a tie for third and fourth because when it comes to storytelling I personally believe that season three and season six exist on a very similar plane in like what I was just talking about about season one and four I feel like seasons one and four set up two of the strongest seasons for Gilmore Girls, storytelling-wise and conflict-wise, relationship-wise, etc. In the same way, I feel like seasons three and six are, from a storytelling perspective, seasons that are filled with exhibition of what the fallout from those really strong seasons are. So, like, I love season three because you're watching the fallout of Rory's choices within her relationship, and you're watching her in this completely brand-new relationship with Jess, and then you're watching how that kind of comes to an end in a really unexpected way you're watching her make choice like starting to make her own choices going to Yale instead of going to Harvard going to her grandparents and asking for money without her mom's permission you know making all of these decisions and sort of turning into an adult and then in season six you're getting all of this conflict with Lorelai and Rory not speaking because that's Something we've never really seen before. We've caught episodes where they're not on good terms. Kill me now. Yes, I love. Say goodbye to Daisy Miller. Like we've caught glimpses of them being in fights. We have never had episode after episode after episode of them just strictly not speaking. And then to throw in the fact that Luke has a daughter. Right as the conflict between Lorelai and Rory is resolved. And then to introduce Anna. That's why I think I put season six at like in fourth. Because I just thought that the Anna-April storyline is something that I can't always get on board with. It's like, is it good yeah. storytelling or did you just throw that conflict in there? It felt
0: like jumping the shark a little for Luke's storyline. Yeah.
1: So I think I would put season six in fourth and season three in third. Because, season also, and four. Okay. because also season three, I was really, really disappointed to learn that they essentially took Jess Mariano's storyline in a very, very different direction to cater, potentially cater to a spinoff for him. It's kind of how you feel about season seven when it comes to Logan. It's like, why did we do this? Why did we do this to this character? That's why it was really hard for me to rank seasons three and six in third and fourth because I have gripes with both of them, but they are both very strong seasons.
0: What about you? So my fourth is season one. Okay. I I like, it's the same thing. I feel like the exact same way that you did. There's, like, really nothing more. Like, I will say that a lot of my least favorite episodes are in season one. Yeah. Um. These are, like, episodes that I'll, like, never come back to. But I think it was, like, the setup of it was really good. Like, the the Max arc, the Dean arc. Like, oh, yeah. Even, like, the Paris arc. Oh, like, yeah. I just feel like it was all setting up for, for like, a bigger world of the next mm-hmm. guess, six seasons in and in a revival that they didn't know about. Um. But, yeah, it's just kind of, like meh. um, and I put six in the third spot. Yeah. because I think that the way that they transitioned, because I think that that was the thing about season five, is when we hit season five of this story between this mother and daughter, are we really gonna watch a sixth season of like they haven't had any sort of real conflict between the two of them, and that like nothing's going on? And I think that like it was inevitable. Like I feel like that was what we were building up to for the last five seasons. For sure. Like, or th- at least for the last. Two seasons in season four and season five that like Rory was making different choices for her life and the way that they were gonna pivot that like were they just kind of like gonna let the tension keep brewing because yeah. like eventually it just feels like the slow burn of it all is boring yeah if doing that yeah. but I just I love how they handled it I love I loved like the freeze out in the beginning I love how as the freeze out was ending that the conflict in the rest of their lives was building up mm-hmm. I think that I rank it as Third, because I think my least favorite parts about it is that the tension with the Gilmore's falls off, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that's so essential to a season. That is kind of why season seven's not very good, is because there's really limited tension between the Gilmore's or between Richard and Emily and Lorelai. I like how it takes shape at the end of season six because after Friday nights, all right for fighting, we kind of just like lose this like sense of you know like yeah the tension's coming from the other side of sound. That I feel like is really essential to keep, it, like keeping us on our toes in the other storylines. For sure, um, and it becomes completely about like the tension between Rory and Logan, and a tension between Lorelai and Luke, and not really anything going on between Rory and Lorelai. So I can see how people don't really like it, but I really liked that shift because I feel like if we just kept going on in like the same exact way as we had in the previous seasons, yeah. that it just was kind of like meh. more of the same. Yeah, Gilmore of the same. Gilmore. Of Gilmore of the same, <laughs> exactly. And you know how much I love the conflict between Rory and Logan. Like for some oh, reason, yeah. so that's at my third, spot. totally respectable. I'm really curious
1: about your first and second.
0: Yeah, we already know what they are. Yeah, tell me, say it. <laughs> They're reversed for us. Mine's two, and my top is five. <gasps> are you serious? Is your top five? I think that Tara! season five is the strongest season no
1: from a storytelling way. perspective.
0: I've laid down.
1: (laughs) I really thought you were going to say two. I mean, I do think two is a strong season and two is two is my favorite season. But (laughs) I I wrestled with this one. I genuinely think season five five from a storytelling perspective is their strongest season. I think season two is also incredibly strong. Like they do exist on the same plane for me. And again, season two is my favorite
0: but I did rank two very low. But I think in terms of like a season, it's so, so strong. strong. Every episode in that season contributes to the overall arc of the season so cleanly. Yes. So well. It's like the structure of it's so good. It's just and the way that the whole And if you think about happens. it, in,
1: in a way, with the exception of a couple things, they're structured in a very similar way. Because it's just I think that season five, the stakes are higher. Like yeah. Rory starts out with Dean. She's intrigued by somebody else. She's trying. She's like starting to find herself in the midst of it all. There's conflict between Richard and Emily because Richard retires and doesn't tell Emily and you find out in Bracebridge dinner and then everything that happens in season five we all know about. It's built very, very similarly. So I do think that they were very, very tied for me. And I was like, if I have to be super objective about this from a storytelling perspective, season five is I think their strongest season. There's also a conflict between Lorelai and Christopher, and those stakes are even higher in season five. Yeah,
0: they raise the stakes in a way that doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel forced. It feels like so like naturally that this is how this happened. Yeah. Because we have like the Chris and Lorelei, but we also have like Lorelei and Luke starting and then the tension between them and then that petering out.
1: Something about those two seasons, again, peak Gilmore for me. Those are the two strongest seasons from a storytelling perspective because they offer the most insight into who these women are, their relationships with one another, Emily and Richard's
0: relationship. Like it just all of it. Yeah. And I think that with season five, it feels like we've talked about this off pot where like the middle of season five kind of feels like a little bit of an act break for Gilmore Girls because with the parties over when, Ro- when Lorelai's like looking out the window at Rory getting back. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the moment where we're like, ooh, this this tension happens, intermission, and then we come back in the next episode. But yeah, I'm I'm so surprised, but can't help but agree. That's why
1: I love to not tell you things
0: before we talk about them on the pod, because <laughs> I love a real I, reaction. I wonder how people I feel like we should we should take a poll specifically for that, whether five or two is a stronger season.
1: Storytelling wise. Again, if I had to rank it from a personal yeah. perspective, personally I love season two, two more time. No, no notes. But season five, strong, strong season.
0: The five hive. Hey. Season five hive.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's talk about our fave and least fave episodes from each season. Starting with season one. I know that this is not a season that you necessarily gravitate towards, but I'm curious what your favorite episodes from that are.
0: If you have any. My favorite episode in season one is forgiveness and stuff. What do you love about it? I don't know. It's just something about like, The way that, like, Luke just kind of drops everything. I love the tension between Emily and Lorelai. I love that the tension breaks because of something really dramatic, which is... Richard being in the hospital. I just love the way that all of the. Like, I love that there's a moment between Emily and Luke. Like, I love how Emily kind of sets up that she thinks that they're together. And that's where we first really start to, like, feel that tension between the two of them that had been building. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like. And I love. It's like the only, like, real christmasy episode I that know, we get as well. Besides Mary Fisty Cups in season seven. But... Is that Santa
1: Secret Stuff? Oh, you're right. And Santa's Secret Stuff. Because Mary Fisticuffs, like, Luke and Chris fight in the middle of the town square in the Christmas stuff. But yeah, you're
0: right. Forgiveness and stuff. Yeah. What's your favorite?
1: Um, I would say I have a lot of favorites from season one because I really love that season. Concert Interruptus, for me, is one of my favorites. It is one that, first of all, I love that we get to see the Bengals. I love that we get, like, the town rubbish sale. I love that we get a glimpse into what Luke's past relationship looked like. Um, Only from hearsay. But, like... And this is
0: when we get our first glimpse of macaroni and cheese Paris.
1: Yes. Because we finally get the soft side of Paris. And, like, we see that, like, Madeline and Louise just, like, will always go off and do their own thing. And, like, Paris... Kind of latches on to Rory in that episode because she's like, oh, someone who just wants to stand here and watch music. I don't have to do it by myself while those two go off and frolic with men. I can actually do this with somebody sitting next to me. And I think that that's really special. And I love that you kind of get more of like the Lorelai-Suki friendship. And that's really the first time, one of the first times that it's acknowledged that Lorelai has a peaked interest in Luke. Because she's very intrigued by Rachel and who she was. And it's like a Good Townies episode because Patty brings her drums to Lorelai's house. And Taylor (laughs) brings the tea set over. And he's like, there's a little chip. And she's like, do you want to write a note? And he's like, yes, I would love to write a note. Like, you get kind of the personalities that come out a little bit. Yeah, I also feel this way in Cinnamon's Wake. I love Cinnamon's Wake. And I know that that's an episode that bores the
0: living hell out of you. Tara, those are my... Those were the two that I was wrestling with about my least favorite from the season. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just, I just think, I just never want to watch either of those. Like it's, I was, I was laughing while you were talking simply because I was like, she's saying all these things and I'm agreeing with them. But at the same time, I'm like, those are, those are two of my least favorite from this season. I just feel terrible. (laughs) What about concert interruptives don't you like? I just think it's like kind of boring. I don't know. I don't really love, um, it. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how else to explain That's it okay. because I do I do look there are like moments of it that I love like we've talked about like I love watching Paris stand there and listen to the bangles and just like she's not even like really that like enthusiastic about it she's just like you know soft macaroni and cheese Paris which is kind of just like jamming yeah. I like that she when she's in the hallway and she's like this is what is it that she says like this is one of the best nights I've ever had yeah. or something like that this is the greatest night I've that. ever had <laughs> yeah oh I love that yeah me too But the rummage sale really stresses me out. I don't want to watch a single moment of that. Oh, because of the clutter? Maybe. Maybe it's the clutter. But something about it, like, I don't know, maybe I feel like I'm going to have to do a town rummage sale and have to, like, pilfer through all of these things that belong to the town. Something about it just really stresses me out. Well, I will never take you thrifting with me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's something about them doing a school project in the living room when all of like the town rubbish sale is around that i'm just like oh god like this is interesting next all right yeah okay cinnamon's wake i just i think it has too much dean in it for me i understand that and i, and I also don't like max medina trust and believe i know I think that that's really where Cinnamon's Wake is because I just like it just feels so I'm so bored by it. I'm like, how is it that my two least favorite are the ones that you were? (laughs) It's more about the
1: fact that, like, again, those are kind of like comforting episodes. I mean, season one as a whole to me is a comfort season, but I don't really like, with the exception of the pilot, I don't really gravitate towards the first couple episodes of season one, which is very fascinating Mm -hmm. to do while we're doing Gilmore Revisited, because if I had to pick a least favorite, it would be Kill Me Now. Um, I love that it's the start of Rory and Richard's relationship. Outside of that, the episode is so utterly boring, so I usually start at Cinnamon's Wake. That's usually when I start season one and then I just keep going. So I think that's why it's one of my favorites, because that to me kind of launches me into the series. So there's like a comfort level that exists there. And then also the deer hunters. Like, I love that we see Rory fall apart. Because it's new and, you know, spicy, but My name's Rory. And my name is Rory. And she screams it, Oh my God. So it's one of those seasons where like there are totally episodes that I skip over, but it does on the whole bring me a lot of comfort. Like I love Love Daisies mm. and Troubadours, Love and and Snow, um, Starcross Lovers and Other Strangers. Like there are some good story setting up episodes in that season.
0: I think that most of season one, though, overall, if we had to rank all of the episodes, I think a lot of season one would be really low for I me. understand that. It,
1: in doing the rewatch of it, especially because I've mentioned before that I've been rewatching it with my boyfriend, Brett, it's one of those things that feels like, oh, wow, this is not Gilmore Girls yet. Yeah. It's a season that feels that way, where I have to keep looking at him and going, I promise they're going to hit their stride soon. <laughs> I'm, like, apologizing for my favorite show.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, truly. Like, in being, like, I guess, like, known as, like, the girl who watches Gilmore Girls now, all of my friends who didn't really know that I was this invested in the show were like, oh my gosh, I I started watching that show you like. I was like, oh yeah? And they're like, yeah, I don't really like it. (laughs) I'm like, that's fair, but if you could just get to the better parts, if you could just watch the first four seasons and then get to the part that I like. Like,
1: just move through it. World building is not always interesting to watch, and that's why I think season one is kind of hard for people knowing what's to come
0: yeah what about season two what's uh, your favorite?
1: this is going to be a little this is going to be a little controversial for you and me is it? well my, I, my favorite episode of season two is there's the rub favorite I have another
0: favorite but that was the, that was the one that I was waffling with my
1: second favorite is a to Task tasket actually I take back what I said it's my third favorite a to to tasket it's my third favorite
0: okay What's your second? The in? Bracebridge dinner. Mm.
1: You want to tell me that that's one of the ones that's least favorite for you?
0: It's not really. My, it's not my least favorite. It is low within its season. Within its season, it's okay.
1: I want to tell our listeners why I asked you that question like that because.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep. On Haley's TikTok, where we were, where she did this as the artist, when it came to, this is one that everybody else seems to love, but I really don't get it. It was the Bracebridge dinner, and I went, yeah. Haley, no sparkly heart, because I'm yeah. really curious for for your thoughts on that. Why is it one that you don't get down with?
0: Um, we get a big appearance from my least favorite character, Clara, Dean's sister. Oh, I
1: know you do not um, like her. All
0: she wants to do is go hang out with the horses, despite the fact that we learn in season three that she is afraid of horses. So, what is the truth? Oh, you're right. Um, Yep. Uh, She literally is just begging to go outside with the horses the whole time. <laughs> She's there. <laughs> they really just needed to get that kid off the set. Um, And I just, okay, honestly, I know that everyone loves that episode. I find it to be really boring. Okay. I don't have, like, any, like, real interest in... The Rory Jess tension doesn't feel interesting yet. Okay I do love the carriage ride through town. Oh, Super cute. I love the
1: snowman building um, at the beginning. I just love that they end up turning it into an event. I love that it wasn't intended to be a town event and it ends up becoming yeah. one. That's one of the favorite parts for me. It's like a town sleepover.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, like a town lock-in.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Like a town lock-in. Um And I also love the tension between Emily and Richard because like, well, it's that the tension has been broken. He walks in and he's like a changed man because at the beginning of this episode, he is still Mr. Grumpy Gills. And Mm -hmm. it's a situation where like he ends up Coming into the Independence Inn, which is a place that, like, he rarely visits. He's very happy. And Emily's like, okay, I guess we're happy now. And, like, we get to see the fun and playful sides of them in the carriage ride because they've been so tense leading up to this. And finally, that tension has been broken. And then you find out at dinner, he drops this bomb of, like, I've retired. And he didn't even tell her. Yeah.
0: Oh, Like, yeah. I mean, I will say I like it. It's not in my top i understand within its season it's good but like overall like everyone is like they everyone reveres the race dinner and i just i skip i skip listen <laughs> it's one of the many reasons i love you
1: new styles and looks again for a limited time just enter code gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. only at tacovascom that's t-e-c-o-v-a-s dot com and point your toes west
0: i will say my favorite episode uh-huh. though is teach me tonight
1: yes i did know that about you i
0: love when rory breaks her arm <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way you just said that so casually and
0: with such glee—you just dead-eyed stare, <laughs> stared at me, <laughs> like I had said. I love when Jess stabs Luke in the face, which I think I might like that actually. I think that would be interesting. <laughs> I just, um, I yeah, I, I love you. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't even like express when I was younger. Whenever I would see that to Teach Me Tonight was coming out, I'm like, yes, Rory's gonna break her arm today. <laughs> I love that conflict. I know you
1: do. I know you love the conflict. It just cracks me up.
0: I really, I think it was because I really wanted a cast. When I, you know, like, I oh wanted to break your arm, too. But you want a cast. I never
1: broke my arm, but I wanted everybody to sign my cast.
0: I wanted a cast. And I think that, like, seeing Rory with, like, her sticker from Lane on her cast and everyone signing it, yeah. it just. It was just something about it that I just I was like oh, I love the Rory's broken arm episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and I love the car ride when she's tutoring Jess. Oh, I know it's so good. That's like in one codes. of my favorite Rory and Jess moments. And I love the Lorelai and Luke tension in that. Mm-hmm. And I oh yeah, I love. The other one was there's the rub. That was the other okay love because my least favorite was Runaway Little Boy.
1: Yeah, Runaway Little Boy is not a great episode. It's fine. It's the last it's time we see Tristan, but Dean is so controlling and overbearing
0: in that episode, which he is for most of season two, but yeah. that's rude And it's not even like in like a good drama sort of way. It just made me feel ick. I'm like, mm. I spoke to this before.
1: The road trip to Harvard is one that I always skip over.
0: I love the road trip to Harvard. I... That was like, that's probably after There's the Rub. Really? It's just one of those yeah. ones that like, it's funny
1: when they like are held up in the like in that bed and breakfast with that crazy
0: lady and her cat i just love when they go to harvard i just i find it
1: to be boring when they go to harvard i don't know why oh
0: i love it i love when rory's standing in front of the library and she was like there's so many books to read yeah. like i'm so far behind i'm like oh relatable
1: i also love when Lorelai pretends to be a student with that guy and she's like ginchy
0: and they might like, go into that girl's dorm yeah. and then yeah Lorelei staring at the picture of like the valedictorian of the year that she would have. From been a there. storytelling
1: perspective, it's a good episode. It's just one that I, I don't like watching. Yeah. It's kind of how you yeah. feel about the Bracebridge dinner. It's like from a story perspective, you're like, yeah, it is a I, strong I episode. It. But yeah. from like a me, I'm like, nah, skip. It's a skip so for me. That's interesting. Um, and it should have been Lorelai. Also a skip for me. Yeah, that one's pretty low. Sherry's fine. You know, Lorelai and Chris getting into that fight felt very kind of forced from a dialogue perspective. I don't know.
0: It makes sense that Chris is fighting with her, though. Always. Oh, but like,
1: yeah, Chris is just a major eye roller for me. And then like, I kind of feel the same way about presenting Lorelai Gilmore. It's a strong episode because you see the conflict with yeah. Emily
0: and Richard and like... It's low down there for me. Too. Yeah,
1: it's just one of those ones that I'm kind of like, eh. I could take it or leave it no. and you know I love season two. Yeah but we left. We it. left
0: it. <laughs> All right season three. Season three.
1: Filled with very very good See, episodes. See that's the thing is
0: like this one is hard because this one has such good episodes. Like I feel like the thing about season three is like I love they shoot Gilmore's. My favorite episode. I also love a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. So good. And lazy hazy
1: like, crazy days of summer.
0: I, I would say like those two though. Like those are like peak season three in my opinion but they shoot gilmore's edged it out oh my favorite episode of all time yeah yeah it's definitely in my like top they shoot
1: gilmore's don't they has always been my favorite gilmore girls episode but i'd say like one of like a very 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 close second is there's the rub from season two Mm. like as far as all time gilmore episodes
0: oh yeah because there's
1: the rub Mm. is a very strong episode like
0: are like all of our episodes but i feel like we will have to do a one day visited where we do top 10 and then Bottom ten. Ooh, that's a great idea. We should we should totally do that. Write it down. Tell our assistant who is me in post. Yes, truly. <laughs> Write it down, feature
1: Haley. But for me, this was really easy to rank my least favorite episodes because from Keg Max on, I can't watch oh, it. Yeah.
0: See, it was hard for me because I was like, which one is actually my least favorite? <laughs> Ooh, I would have to say, Here Comes the Sun, because Keg Max and Here Comes the yep, Sun, both of them. I like the Lane and Dave storyline in Keg You're Max. You're right. Me too. I don't like the Max and. Part of me it. Either. I don't like the keg part of no, it. me either.
1: <laughs> you know what other episode I don't really love either? Application anxiety when they meet that family, the Springsteen family, early in the season. Oh yeah. Nah,
0: that's one I could leave. I could skip. Yeah, I like. I like every part of it that's not the meeting with that yeah. family. Like with it's like. I think that those siblings are sleeping together. Possibly.
1: Very, very possible. That's kind of what they alluded to. It was really gross. It was like, they're probably showering together, like Lorelai said.
0: Oh, I know. And then the the bunny sister. Oh, my God. All of it. Story-wise, I like what it contributed, but otherwise. Story-wise, I like a
1: lot of these episodes that we've said we don't like. It's just a personal preference.
0: Yeah. We really like this show.
1: (laughs) We do really like this show, surprisingly. So season four, very Mm -hmm. curious to know what your favorite episodes are. I feel like you know my fave.
0: Lorelai's first day at Yale.
1: Oh yes no I knew about that. I knew about the Lorelai's first day at Yale but then yeah. Ted Koppel's big night out I feel like is at the at the top as well. It's it's pretty high. It's, both are very strong episodes.
0: But the Lorelai's first day at Yale feels like I, we, I talked about this on the Galentine's Day episode because we talked about favorite episodes on there. Yeah it just feels like the coziest episode of Gilmore it's Girls a good for one. me because there's no boy drama. There's no real drama of any sorts at all. It's just like Rory and Lorelai at like their best mother daughter moments yeah. and I just I love those it. first
1: few episodes are very like rid of any boy drama with Rory yeah. it's like we don't address Jess we're only focused on college I guess the only male quote-unquote drama would be between Luke and Lorelei because Luke tells Lorelai that he went on the cruise and got married to Nicole yeah and
0: then which is weird because I love conflict I know that's odd for me yeah maybe I like a quiet
1: moment every now and then yeah,
0: maybe she does
1: <laughs> But it's like when we're introduced to Digger in The Hobbit, The Sofa, and Digger Styles, or as Haley likes to call it, The Hobbit, The Couch, and Jason. (laughs) When we're introduced to him, we're not introduced to him as a love interest to Lorelai. So it's like those first couple episodes are really void of any conflict that involves men, which is new for us because we started season two and season three with a lot of conflict when it came to romantic relationships, specifically with Rory in season three and Lorelai in season two. So it's refreshing in a sense.
0: Um, Yeah, I would say that one. And I love, I kind of love the end of season four. I had a really hard time because I definitely picked out, because I love Ted Koppel, because I love the Yale game. So good. Amazing. I love Emily and Richard at the Yale game. Oh, I know. Like that's, I think that's some of my favorite Emily and Richard moments. Like, oh, so good. Like, I think like the last couple of episodes of season four like some of my some of my faves yeah
1: I wrote um girls in bikinis boys doing the twist
0: yes very oh my good gosh. episode because like everything that happens after like Ted Koppel or like even like seen in a mall like everything that happens after that it's just like so good because it's like boys in bikini boys in bikinis girls in bikinis boys, boys and bikini, doing the twist girls in bikinis, boys. <laughs> I like boys in bikinis. Me too. Let's just call place. it boys in bikinis. Period. Yeah. I love the reigning Lorelai yeah. when Emily has her complete meltdown. Oh, a complete oh, nervous breakdown. So good. Yeah, yeah.
1: And last week fights. So this week tights. I mean, with Lorelai oh. and Luke and the dancing and and raincoats and recipes is such a solid. And Luke can see her face. It's all good. I
0: love how Jess is kind of interwoven into all of this. Yeah, like, we get a
1: return of Jess. Love. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, as far as least faves, I wrote question mark question mark everything else question
0: mark. I just don't <laughs> like this season that much. So I wrote chicken or beef. Yeah, I just
1: I just don't like. I, but from a story perspective, it's strong because it's the it's the pivot into Rory recognizing that she still has feelings for Dean or that she like envies yeah. Dean and Lindsay's relationship. I don't know. It's all
0: And don't we hate ugh, that? <laughs> the
1: worst. The actual worst. Yeah. So
0: there was that one was hard because I was like, I think it's chicken or beef, but like it's it's early it's like it's like mid season four. Yeah. Like, um die jerk. I don't really
1: love I love that Paris makes a list and they're like, these are a list of your and en- all of your enemies and she goes, Just the people in this
0: building <laughs> I kind of miss that about when we get into season five. It's like, I love the conflict that Paris has with all of their roommates. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Moving on to season five, another very, very, very strong season filled to the brim with really, really good episodes. I love it. Yeah. I would. Oh, God. I have too many to pick. I don't know that I can necessarily pick like a pinnacle fave. I'd say at the top are Wedding Bell Blues and Pulp Friction. Oh, yeah. Those are my two favorite episodes.
0: Pulp Friction. Okay. Okay. Pulp Friction is not my favorite episode overall, even though it's my favorite episode of season five, because I think I have like if we do like an overall ranking, there's an episode that ranks higher for it from season five, which might be confusing. But my favorite episode from season five is Pulp Friction. From beginning to end, every single moment of that episode is just the best it could be. It's so good. I love it. It's Michelle with the The Price is Right, where he gets the RV. It's Lorelai and Luke on their, like, first date after their, mm-hmm. like, little breakup. It's Rory and Logan. It's Lorelai seeing Logan kissing that girl at that mm-hmm. little cafe it's table. It's Robert Grimaldi. Robert Grimaldi. It's the Quentin Tarantino party. Oh. It's, like, from beginning to end, I love every moment. We get a little bit of The Town with Kirk. Love it. So love, love, good. love episode. Yeah,
1: me too. And Wedding Bell Blues is so good. The 100th episode. It's aesthetically beautiful.
0: It's filled to the brim with conflict. Rory and Logan kiss for the first time. Oh.
1: <laughs> and Moon River is playing in the background. When they're dancing
0: to Moon River and they're having that conversation and she wants to dig a hole to China. Miss Celine And the Bachelorette party. Yes. Oh. Emily's Bachelorette party. Cause like you jump by I jump jump. Oh, I wrote that down. And also, but
1: not as cute as Pushkin. I love that episode. Yeah. When they get into the fight. Yeah, but it's when like Marty looks at Rory and is like don't be an idiot like this guy likes you and I love that there's like a very young naive girl there yeah Anna yeah that's kind of like a mirror image of Rory but in a completely different capacity she feels more like she'd fall in line with like a Madeline like someone who's just like eager like a blend of yeah of them because she really liked school but she was like Dang, I'm ready to I'm come to I'm ready college. to be in the same room as all these boys. Like, I don't want to go to the ice cream social. Yeah. I want to go to this bar. Like, she really wanted that. I will say that I really love You Jump, I Jump, Jack.
0: But I think I like the parties over more than I like You Jump, I Jump, Jack. Also a fantastic episode. Oh, so good. The male Yale party. And Written in the Stars. Fun fact, that was almost the name of our podcast. Yeah, because we felt Written in the Stars, you and I. It's true. Least faves. I think we have the same one. We got us a Pippi Virgin. Oh, it's on here for sure.
1: All those early episodes for me, like Say Goodbye to Daisy Miller not a fan, Mm-mm. a messenger, nothing more, not a fan. We've got Us a pippy virgin is at the top of that list. Yeah. And I didn't really love the episode How Many Crow Pogs to Cape Cod. It always makes me feel uncomfortable because of uh Lorelei and the conflict with her parents and how Emily is just so nasty to her. And then it really starts Lorelai and Logan off on a very awkward foot.
0: It yeah. I don't I don't love it, but I also love it. I know she does. (laughs) I love it because it's like a big Logan episode. I I would say that it's all the early episodes because I usually don't start that season until Written in the Stars. Honestly, same. And then I'll watch Typical New and Taylor too. We got ourselves a Pippi version and then pick back up with Norman Mailer. Of course. Like I.
1: Yeah, those are the couple episodes that I would skip in that season personally.
0: Yeah. Season six.
1: All right. Season six. I know
0: Partings is your favorite episode. It's Partings, but like I had a really hard time with this because like Partings is my favorite episode out of all Gilmore Girls episodes. And so I tried to like pull back on it because I'm like everyone knows I love Partings. So like let's take that out of the equation mm-hmm. if we could. I had a really hard time picking between Friday Night's Alright for Fighting and Bridesmaid Revisited. Really? Okay. I love Bridesmaid Revisited. I love that scene with Rory and Logan when she's listening to Cool Thing by Sonic Youth too loud yeah. and they're both getting ready for their separate events yeah. and then he leaves and then he comes and back he kisses and he her. With the kiss. oh. Yeah, very cool. That scene might be one of my favorite scenes in like the whole series. But Friday nights, all right for fighting as a whole, like when they say the Yale Daily News oh, and like when they're so at Friday good. dinner. So like, I had a really hard time picking between those. But like, I guess it would be partings, and then I would kind of like kind of tie those with maybe Friday nights, all right for fighting a little bit higher. Mm. So many episodes that, from that season. For that me,
1: it's let me hear your is like, ringing out. See,
0: that was probably right before Yeah, those, but like. And we've got magic to do. And I, I know people hate it, but I love Rory's birthday. 21 is yeah, it's, it's a good episode, but it just makes me uncomfortable. When Lorelai walks in and Rory sees her, oh, I set it to a song from, I've set it to part of All Too Well 10 Minute Version mm. um, on my TikTok. I'll post it to our story so you guys can see it because I thought of it, started crying. While I was making it, I cried. And then when I actually posted it I cried again and I was like I made this video why am I the one that's crying over <laughs> why am this? I crying I love it I love it so much I love the tension between them because they both want to like reach out to the other person yeah. but they can't do it that's why I would say that
1: up in my top is also the prodigal daughter returns I love that hug yes. that hug
0: I could literally cry thinking about it when she says I love you mom you have no idea No, nope. I'm done I'm out even just hearing that Makes me want to cry, and I I will say I think that episode is really one of my favorite versions of Rory that we lose completely after that episode, yeah. which is that like hard driven. We get a little bit of it in um uh, the perfect dress mm-hmm. when she like is kind of stalking that teacher trying to get into her class but like we lose that Rory that is like so determined so driven so trying to like you know she's trying to fit four semesters into three she gets so excited about things again she gets so excited about school and joining the paper that she got let go from or she kind of just like dismissed because she didn't have what it takes according to Mitchum and then we like really lose that from her like season seven she like kind of forgets about school it's kind of like an afterthought it's kind of just like a like, a location that we assume she goes to. Yeah. It's kind of like when they talk in the car. They just don't yeah, do it. Just doesn't just doesn't happen. Yeah, I love that, seeing that of her in that episode where she's just, like, a go-getter again because then she never really goes and gets it again.
1: <laughs> this is very true.
0: I'm curious about your least faves
1: because I know you said that this is a season that you don't really skip over any episodes. I
0: had a really hard time. Like, I, like, looked at the episode description of every single one of them being, like, the thing that I came up with, I think that my least favorite is... The real Paul Inka. Mm. Even though like I was like, even then, it's like the one that I like the least. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's like um I don't know. Even then I was like, I feel kind of like weird about it because this is one of those seasons, like it's a no-skip season. Wow. For me. That's so interesting. What's
1: yours? For me, the early episodes, like don't do it for me. Like um, Fight Face. Yeah, Fight Face That's I wrote down. Called? Always a Godmother, never a god. I love always a godmother, never a god. I don't god. know. It's just there are things about it for me that I'm like, ah And I think maybe because it's so uncomfortable that it's, like, one of those things that I don't, like, I'll skip over. You know
0: what's so random? You know how there's, like, moments when, like, little things from an episode will, like, change our whole lives for some reason? There's a watch that Rory's wearing in that episode when she gets out of the car. For some reason, she closes the door and doesn't have any keys or purse or anything. Very odd. That happens to her a lot. But anyways, she has a little watch on. And I've been looking for a watch like that for probably 12 years. (laughs) Well, we (laughs) must find it. Yeah put on an app for that watch watch. we'll be sponsored by watches next week
1: (laughs) and um i mentioned this in my tiktok Vineyard Valentine.
0: A lot of people don't like Vineyard Valentine, or so I had thought, which was funny, because I have a TikTok talking about Vineyard Valentine, where I'm like, everyone hates this episode, and all of the comments were like, I love Vineyard Valentine. Yeah. But then on your TikTok, everyone was like, yeah, I hate Vineyard yeah, Valentine. Yeah, everybody was like, who likes Vineyard Valentine? And I was like, oh, I was very misled. Yeah, you're like, don't um, <laughs> don't go over to that girl's Never TikTok. Mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> I commented saying that I like it better than the Bracebridge dinner, which was very controversial. Of course. But- I do. I I love when Logan playing house. Like from a story perspective, a lot of these episodes are great. It's just it's because Luke is cringy. The whole air of the episode is weird. Like them going to the gym and just I don't know. I will say Logan and Luke playing basketball. I think is one of my least favorite scenes in the entire yeah. series. It's just weird. Um, but I no, I really I really like that episode yeah, a lot. That's... I love when Mitchum comes and yells at Logan. Like that's just so that was so good. Yeah. Again,
1: there are a lot of, like, storytelling aspects to it that are strong and, like, lend yeah. themselves well to the season.
0: I know a lot of people don't like it, but, like, on the other hand, like, when I posted that video about people not liking it, everyone was like, no, I love that episode. Oh, there were people like... that commented on my
1: TikTok being like, wait, I love that episode. Did I do something wrong? And I was like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just yeah, something you that I don't. <laughs> <You> absolutely did. <laughs> it's just an episode that I don't really get why people like it. But anyway, well, that leads us to season seven. You know my favorite from season seven.
0: Do I? What's your favorite? I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Oh, yes, of
1: course I did. And I wrote that down because I knew that that was your favorite episode. It's a great episode. It's such
0: a good episode for Logan. He flies in on a helicopter. He really shows up. He's not flying it. He rides on a helicopter.
1: And so does Luke. That's a huge turning point for Luke and Lorelai and for the relationship between Lorelai and Chris, even though obviously in the episodes leading up to it, we know that like, They've had these conversations where Chris yeah. now realizes that she's still harboring a lot of feelings for Lou.
0: Yeah. I will say it's more so than just the Logan part of it because I feel like a lot of season seven, we don't get a lot of like crossed storylines that we do in the other seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it feels like a lot of the conflicts are happening with the characters very like, like insular, like, Lorelai and Luke's conflict is with Lorelai and Luke. Lorelai and Chris is with Lorelai and Chris. So it's like Rory and Logan. Like we don't really it's get very isolated. Yeah, isolated is the word I was looking for. But I feel like here we have like everyone like kind of like intermingling in the drama. Yeah, which we love. Yeah, and I I love when people end up at the hospital. Do you? Apparently, not not in real life. <laughs> She loves I mean, when people end up in <laughs> I the hospital. Love
1: that. Rory broke her arm. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it
0: sound like I put a lot of people in. Yeah, it makes you
1: sound like you show girls to a lot of
0: people. Yeah, whoops. Um but no, it's just a, it's like such a good place to end up conflict wise. Um why is Richard always the one? No one ever Yeah, adds.
1: It's always the old guys. It's always Richard and Asher. Yeah.
0: April goes to the hospital. She has appendicitis, but that's in that season. And Rory, Rory goes because to the hospital, she broke her arm, which she, you famously love. Yeah. <laughs> no one saw that but i just did a heart with my hands <laughs> for love for love for the broken arm um one um. of my favorite
1: episodes in season seven is wonderful it's marvelous
0: yeah we talked about this on in, the galentine's
1: um, episode i on think the galentines. Yeah, yeah um because i just love that emily gets arrested it's the fucking funniest thing to me i love that and i love that the date, date is really good and i say that as someone who does not like christopher the date is really really good and yeah. then
0: um, for least faves, I wrote the rest. Oh, I did have like a least favorite, though. Because, yeah, like most of them. Pretty much <laughs> all not of them. all of them. I really hate Santa's secret stuff. Ugh. I think that is one of the... I think if I had to like... No, I maybe not the worst. It's one of the worst episodes of the whole series. The only good thing
1: in that episode is the rant that Lorelai goes on when they're making the popcorn garland. And she says monkey, monkey, monkey underpants. underpants. Yeah. I
0: think even then that feels like they're trying to make a Lorelai monologue yeah. and it just like you know like it's 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 good force like it felt... it's forced
1: dialogue yeah the writing of it is not this is a season where I can't be like oh yeah the writing lent itself really well to the storyline even though I don't like the episode it honestly doesn't
0: because
1: no. like Santa's Secret stuff is like I
0: think pretty solidly I
1: hate French twist and I love Paris like Paris the city not Paris the character Paris the city should have made me really excited and it just is so plainly boring
0: Lorelai Lorelai it's just like riding a bike will you be my Lorelai Gilmore I hate I know this is really controversial because a lot of people like it I hate when Lorelai sings um,
1: I will always love you
0: yeah karaoke I don't like it either I don't like it it's very for me it's a
1: little cringy I feel the same way would have
0: hated that he would have been he would have been like this is he would have turned his left. baseball cap around <laughs> put it
1: over his eyes and walked yeah. out <laughs> yeah.
0: he would have taken it off hung it up and yeah. left never to
1: be seen from yeah, again truly no i was not yeah, don't like not it. a fan i do think that bon voyage wrapped up the series very well for what they yeah. knew at the time um but again nope season seven on the whole is a is a pass for me Hey, bale maze
0: uh i love the idea of Hey, bale maze i wish that like Town event would have been another season because I think that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. But as a whole, mm. meh. which is like such a Logan intense episode, you think I would like it. I but- know. So That
1: brings us to a year in the life.
0: I think we fall pretty similarly on this. My favorite's fall, Mm -hmm. and my least favorite is both spring and summer. I really couldn't decide.
1: If I had to rank them from favorite to least favorite, it's fall, winter,
0: summer, spring. Fall, winter, summer, spring. I feel like I would fall the same. I would fall the same, but... I just like, I think that there's parts of spring and summer that I'm like, oh, I like this part of this and I really hate this. I think that they were kind of like a toss up for me that I couldn't really like. I couldn't really decide yeah, why. They're both I didn't pretty like weak, one, in my opinion. Other.
1: Drawn out and very
0: weak. Yeah. It just felt like they just put a bunch of random stuff in between these good bookings. Yeah. The
1: only reason I even considered ranking summer lower than spring is because of the musical.
0: Yeah. That was really the only reason that I was like, but there's more Jess in summer, I mm-hmm. think. And I think that that was why. Because I really like the Jess moments. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into finales and premieres, opening episodes, yeah. final episodes. I think we
1: should start with the openings. I think we should start with premieres. Okay. Openings for me was kind of hard um, because yeah. I like I have personal preferences. And then like from a storytelling perspective, it's a little different and also and we arranged them
0: a little bit differently because you did the opening scene I and did. I did the episode as a whole
1: yes which I think is going to make for two very different perspectives so let's get into it what was your what was your last one the long morrow same here baby
0: I just I watch that episode all the time yeah. because it it's immediately right after rolls over after partings I have no choice because <laughs> Netflix won't let just me just put an episode on repeat yet Still waiting. Ooh, Netflix. Why do they not have Netflix playlists where I can just like play partings? written the stars you jump i jump jack an episode of gossip girl whoa you know like an episode of A christmas from my office like i don't want to sit and watch the same season or same series sometimes yeah i want not to not watch... even the same tv show give me a playlist wow like imagine if you could have a playlist of like all of the thanksgiving episodes of all of your favorite <gasps> tv shows that is
1: something i've always wanted to do you know what let's petition netflix if you're
0: listening <laughs> if you're a listener on on our podcast yep please anyways we yeah. have an idea and make sure that we get credit because that idea is for me to have to stop watching the long morrow because it is a terrible episode not a good episode at all because I know that you like the rocket and I hate the rocket. yeah that's right we did talk about the rocket I I do
1: like it but yeah I don't know the episode on the whole and the way that it ends and then the way the next one begins it's just like it doesn't even set us up for good it doesn't set
0: us up for like anything like we it just feels like they're talking the whole time like, it's just exposition. Nothing mm-hmm. is happening. Everything that happens in Rory and Logan's storyline is Rory just, like, complaining that she misses Logan and be explaining everything to Lorelai that's going on, and you're just like, stop. Yeah. Do something. Take the rocket to the moon. Like, something. I, I completely agree. So what's your next one? Sadie Sadie. Yeah,
1: I understand that. Sadie Sadie is a tough one because I love it uh, from a personal, like, warm, fuzzy feeling yeah. perspective. Love the daisies. I love all the daisies everywhere. I love the conversation. Like, the way that the scene starts, the teaser... I love the conversation between Remind Rory and Lorelai.
0: So Rory and Lorelai are walking through town. Oh, because there's like 18 million daisies. And you're like, yes. there's no way that a thousand daisies expanded this much. Which exactly. Which we know for a we fact. We know for a fact it that not. it was not
1: that many... Daisy is it was exponentially more what I love about the way that this opens is that it opens with that song I found love never even know I needed it I love Mm -hmm. that song um but Rory says something oh she says you should get married in Italy and Lorelai goes all the way from home the same topic there's tons of stuff going on in the world big stuff like she's just trying to change the subject and so like that's how it opens and they're walking through the the town square and like Rory Keeps trying to talk about the wedding and Lorelai, despite being covered from Head to Toe in Daisies, is like, uh, can we talk about anything else? One of my favorite lines from the intro is when... <laughs> Where he goes, You should walk down the aisle holding a bouquet of something that smells really good. And Lorelai goes, Pot roast. And I just, <laughs> I love it. And I, that they talk
0: about pot roast so much on this show. They
1: do. For two women who don't cook, they like to talk about pot roast. Yeah. I have to say, Sadie, Sadie, from a storytelling perspective, um, rests somewhere in the middle for me. It's definitely not um, my second from the last, but it has. My One of my favorite scenes in Gilmore Girls in it, which I'm sure you know, is the one of Lorelai and Luke in the diner when she tells him that she's marrying Max. I could recite that for you right now.
0: Yeah, I've seen you you have seen me do it plenty of times (laughs) on
1: TikTok. I love the scene where they have the banter and, you know, he's like, we're going to live. What here? Hartford? And she's like, oh. that's your I, you jump, I jump tag for me. It, yes, exactly. He talks about the coupon can and the coupon drawer and like kind of the way his parents dynamic was when they got married. And yeah. what I love about that episode is that the heartbreaking moment of Emily discovering that Lorelai didn't tell her she was getting married. And the scene yeah. with Dean coming to the Gilmore's house and being totally ripped apart by Richard. And then Emily goes into Richard and she's like, our daughter is getting married and she didn't tell us when Rory gets married. I want her to tell us, call her tomorrow and fix everything. And I just think that despite the fact that it is, I'd say like one of the lesser exciting openings, I think it is good storytelling. Why did you rank it towards the bottom?
0: I actually waffled back and forth of that one, whether it was going to be the second to last, the third to last, Mm -hmm. because I it was between that one and the pilot. Mm -hmm. You know, I just kind of flipped back and forth. I don't know. It's it's a little bit of a storytelling thing. It's a little bit of a preference of what the story is. Mm-hmm. You know, I did say that this was a storytelling and now that I'm looking at this, I'm like the bottom of these were a little bit preference because like I don't love season 2. I know you don't. I don't like Max. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I know that we're talking about this in like a couple of weeks, but I don't actually like the yellow daisy storyline. Oh, okay. I like the visual of it. I think my favorite part of that episode is the Richard and Emily of it. But yeah, I think in terms of an opening, it's like not it's not my favorite way that we went into the season Mm, I understand like it's not bad it's just I like other ones better yeah I
1: I hear that um my second from the bottom is say goodbye to Daisy Miller
0: yeah but say goodbye to that's when we get like the Dean point of view which I do love like if I had to
1: judge it from an actual like opening scene standpoint I love when we get the other perspective from somebody else we're watching the same scene from a completely different eye like did we need it
0: no but I loved it
1: but on the whole like that opening is very wishy-washy to me because yes we're getting the Lorelai and Luke of it all we're getting the aftermath of everything that's happened at the and Suki finds out that Lorelai and Luke kissed because she had to tend to Kirk's butt. There's a lot going on. You know, Rory makes the decision to go with Emily. Kind of like Lorelai
0: forces her hand. This is another uh, episode though where Emily and Richard are the stars of it. Like in my opinion it's like I'm going to Europe. <laughs> I'm gonna have two glasses of wine every day at lunch. Only prostitutes have two glasses of wine at that lunch. That scene
1: is the only reason that I would rank it in any other way than this. That is one of of my favorite moments between the two of them bar none hands down yeah so it was hard for me to rank this towards the bottom I just say on the whole this episode is not one that I necessarily love watching specifically because of the way it starts I like the way that it sets us up for the season
0: though oh, for sure I think
1: that that's what I like about it my next one which is third from the bottom I was torn on mm-hmm. new and improved Lorelai I know that that's one that you really love I just it's not
0: it's not super high on my list um it's actually the next one because like my third was pilot mm-hmm. and and then it's my it's my fourth from the bottom. What's really weird about New and Improved Lorelai is we're we watch it for about 15 minutes before we're not with Lorelai anymore. It's like the first huge chunk of that episode is all from Lorelai's perspective because it was left on a cliffhanger. And that's when Luke says, oh, yes, man. that they're going to be they're going to get married, yeah. which we sadly realize that's not really happening. Can I
1: tell you what I hate from that scene? What? It's either a dialogue choice from Amy or an acting choice from Lauren. When they're in the diner and she says, we're getting married, Luke married, it seems so forced dialogue wise. It makes me cringe every single time I watch it. Really? It feels like Lauren Graham was given a line that she went I have no idea how to deliver this. It just felt like bad writing. It
0: felt like to me she was like, it was like hitting her that she was getting married and it was like this was her life change as the rest of her life was like kind of falling apart. Which like we can talk about later about proposals when your life is falling apart. Yeah. I don't know. I just love, I love their interaction in the diner here. Like I just love that whole scene yeah that's a no sparkly
1: heart for me I understand personally it's it's again it goes back to like how I feel about Christopher when he delivers that line it's just the line it's not it's like the dialogue and the delivery it's It's a combo of those two things that make me go "Mm." yeah Lauren Graham is my queen mom (laughs) <laughs> Lauren Graham is my literal mom. Like, I yeah. love her. I love everything she Taylor does. Graham. Graham. <laughs> I worship Lauren Graham. I think she is an incredible actress. I think that she yeah. took this role and built it into something so incredibly beautiful that I have very, very, very few moments where I go, ooh. And that I believe is at them. the top of the list.
0: Interesting. I feel like I need to find where mine are for that because I don't feel that way about that one, mm-hmm. which no sparkly heart. But I feel like there are probably ones that I feel similarly. About the way that you feel, mm. and you're probably going to be like, "Wait, no, I loved that so much," oh, and it's totally. totally. probably going to be a lot to do with Max. Ay, <laughs> As we watch through Gilmore revisited, I'll have to make note of that. Totally. Which for our Patreon members, I did discover what my stripper name is, so mm. that'll be coming to you in the next episode. <laughs> um, what is your next one? I said that my third one was the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, but my next one was New and Improved Lorelai. That was my fourth mm-hmm. one. Um, what was your fourth one? My fourth one is the pilot. Yeah. It's
1: just I love the episode and I love, I get fascinated with that episode because of the unaired pilot. We speak to this a lot on Gilmore Revisited. Join our Patreon and find out. Because we have a lot to
0: say about the pilot. We had to split it into two
1: episodes because we had so much to say. I
0: think that in total between the unaired and the actual pilot, that's like two and a half hours long. It's a lot of material. Yeah, it's too, it's 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 a little too much, (laughs) but we always have more to say.
1: So it's one of those things that I feel is... A strong pilot when you know what's to come. Like we talked about earlier in this episode, like the first few episodes of season one are all like world building, storytelling. It's not as exciting to watch. So it's one of those things that- It's hard because it's the
0: pilot. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like when I was doing this, I was like, you know, taking no prisoners. I was like, you got to go. Sorry. I I completely, completely agree.
1: After that though, for me, it's ballrooms and biscotti.
0: Okay. Mine was Say Goodbye to Daisy Miller.
1: I think they're very similar in that it's like, well, what I what I really do love about Ballrooms and Biscotti is that, again, we talked about this earlier, outside of the fact that Luke and Lorelai have a conversation about Luke and Nicole going on that cruise, there's nothing really to do with romance. No boys, yeah. none of that. It's all conflict about Rory going to Yale. And yeah. Emily holding her hostage and them watching the ballroom dancing and them coming back and forgetting to get like a gift for Luke it's just like it's a lot of like town mother-daughter relationship issues coming together to solve a problem and I that was something that I really really loved about it I don't know
0: why I like that one so much it's just like because I that's my like next mm. one because like I did say goodbye to Daisy Miller and then my next one is Bombs so that's the your favorite so I guess that's my third one and I don't know it's something about like I don't know it just feels so like it really does set up for the rest of the season because like as we've said before like season Season four is not like the most exciting of seasons, but it's just something about them coming back from Europe. I guess season four and season five They both take a little European jaunt. Yeah. (laughs) I love them sitting there and being held hostage by the ballroom dancing. Mm -hmm. I love why Emily is holding them hostage for the ballroom dancing. I love getting ready for school. Something about that feels so, like, it's just so cozy because, like, I feel like I ranked this very oddly. I did, too. It was a
1: blend of personal and storytelling. And also I ranked it more on the intros to it rather than the episodes as a whole. But if I'm thinking of them as episodes as a whole, they do still sort of fall in line.
0: Where it's more... More of like yeah like you were saying some of them are like this storytelling this setup is really good but with ballrooms and biscotti i'm like i just like yeah it. <laughs> no i agree i do like watching it but it's not the first thing that i would gravitate towards this episode feels like to me like you will feel this probably about other things but like some of my favorite things about reading Harry Potter that you miss when you watch the movies is like when they're doing their homework or then they're just like sitting around waiting for the next plot point to yeah. unfold and they're just kind of like chilling that's kind of what this episode feels like to me it feels very like atmospheric like it's very and that's you know, kind just of what kind a of, lot like, of season four the... feels like it just kind of feels like um they're just like waiting for something else to happen and in the meantime you're just like getting to hang out with them while yeah they do it. totally and that's what the... that's what I feel about yeah, this one for sure
1: and there's a whole Conflict with her being the ice cream queen, and no one told her. Oh my gosh! Taylor Soda
0: Shop is open, and I want to be Taylor's ice cream queen. Oh great, we'll sign you up. Have I told you what I want someone to do? I really want someone to write a fan fiction where (laughs) (laughs) the way you just asked me that. Have I told you about what I want someone to do? Well, I want someone to write a fan fiction where Taylor Dozy is the head of the Stars Hollow Mafia, and. Woodbury is a neighboring mafia that, like, they're Oh, is that with? why he has such beef with Hank from Woodbury? That makes yeah. sense. Can yeah. You, can you see that? I can totally see him. And he has to keep the residents of... He, like, owns a ton of real estate. I mean, come on. Like, he has to keep the residents of Star's Hollow safe because he's a part of the... He's the head of the Star's Hollow mafia. That's a spinoff. And his ice cream queen, you know? Like, it's a it's a mafia romance waiting to happen. Is that why happen. you want to be the ice cream queen? You want to no. have a mafia <laughs> romance with Taylor Dosey? On his bench? Maybe
1: in the back room of Dozy's, do you want him to wear his dandy blazer
0: (laughs) what about his apron oh no oh no i don't want to be like the star of the romance mafia romance
1: you just want to read about it and you want to be the ice cream queen i don't know seems sus to me
0: i do want to be the ice cream queen but like that doesn't mean that taylor Dozy and i have to be a couple Maybe. I wish you guys
1: could see Haley right now. She has her hand over her forehead. She's really <laughs> thinking hard about this. Like, you look like you are in distress. You're like,
0: huh, I don't know what I, I just, want. I don't know. Maybe I do want to be the ice cream queen of Stars Hollow. Like, I could be like, I don't know. This has really gotten away from me. Um <laughs> I just want someone to write a ro- mafia romance fan fiction starring Taylor Dosey. I don't have to be the ice cream queen, but I just need someone to incorporate that into the storyline. Okay, all right. Uh, I think I think this is re- this is where I reveal that my guilty pleasure are mafia romances. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fun facts with Haley. Oh, they're so good. Anyways, if you want a recommendation for them, DM me, please. All right. Lay it on us. What's your third? My third is ballrooms and biscotti. Oh, okay.
1: That makes sense. What was your third? My third is winter. Mm.
0: A Year in the Life yeah. Winter.
1: I teetered between this and Sadie Sadie as like second and third. Yeah. I think Sadie Sadie for me is a comfort episode. I think it's hard because winter, though an episode, is still 90 minutes long. So it's one of those things where it's like, can we really judge it based on storytelling? Because it has way more room to be. It almost has more room to mess up. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. I think that if I was judging it based on intros, like the actual like teaser scene, A Year in the Life is just like makes me cry yeah so it's one of those ones that's like oh I I don't know I get I got very torn about these two Sadie Sadie yeah. and a Year in the Life Winter were hard for me but I think if I if I had to make like a snap decision about it Winter would be my third and Sadie Sadie is my second my second
0: one is those lazy hazy crazy days of summer I had to read that word for word off my list
1: <laughs> that was I love really it.
0: hard to say well you did great thank you Thank you. I'm proud of you. So, <laughs> does that make your number one winter? Yeah. Wow. I was so surprised when I made this list. Yeah. This whole list surprised me. Those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. I said that so well. Wow. I'm proud I of think you. I messed up just a little bit. Um, <laughs> but that one is like such a good opening.
1: Oh, it's at the top of my list. Lazy, hazy, crazy will always be my favorite. So good. I love the Lorelai Rory reunion. Like, I love the Jess of it all. Like, for me, peak. That is the best. It's the the Paris and Rory of it all. The yeah. Paris and Jamie of it all. Then her coming home, being with her mom. I love the conflict with, like, the surface conflict between Suki and Jackson because they're newlyweds and she wants to redecorate the house with, like, all, like, manly things. Like, and he's my. like, I love this house. And they're, like, trying to argue over this big bear that she's put in the house. And, like, the town event is just so good. and love it. Town event. Oh, and then when Lorelai has to go to Friday night dinner and tell Emily and Richard that she and Christopher are not going to be together, and she has to share with them that he got Cherry pregnant, like. It's just from top to tail. One of my favorite parts of this episode is at the end of Summer Madness Festival when Lorelai finally confronts Rory and she's like, look, if you like Jess, go be with Jess. Like, stop dragging Dean around. He doesn't deserve this. It's the first time that Lorelei actually acknowledges that Rory has feelings for Jess. With the exception of the Lorelai's graduation day when she discovers that Rory went to New York to see Jess. But it's the first time that she encourages her to end her relationship with Dean. Does
0: she know about the kiss at this point?
1: rory tells Lorelai about the kiss at the end of summer madness festival yeah. which is because she's like you're upset like why are you upset to see him kissing another girl and that's when they like really unpack everything kind of in the middle of town
0: no one can hear them
1: <laughs> yeah i know i'm like everybody is around it's the same way that when she kissed jess at suki's wedding i'm like girl you didn't even look around it's like when jess went out of left school yes he didn't
0: even look around to see if anyone was watching him through a clear wall yeah a clear wall <laughs>
1: Windows, <laughs> that conflict, and it's just like it sort of escalates, 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 and then Dean arrives, and I'm
0: like, oof! It's just, it's so good. You know, I feel like it sets up well for the season because the season feels kind of chaotic, and mm-hmm. that episode feels that way too. Very but like, chaotic. I think that of the series, it is the best premiere episode we didn't even address how it opens the way
1: lazy hazy crazy days of summer opens. (gasps) the dream and all the alarm clocks go off and then she comes downstairs and luke is there making food and she's holding her stomach and they kiss that's the first time we ever see them kiss it's just so good yeah and The way that the episode ends when Lorelai comes into the diner to see Luke because they aren't speaking. They aren't on speaking terms because of what happened with Jess. She comes in and she, like, has a different name and she sits at the end of the counter and she pours herself a cup of coffee and that's when they decide that they've, like, made amends. It's just so good I
0: love it I did I went back and forth on whether or not that winter was gonna be my top and I don't know what it was but like it was just like this weird gut feeling I was like it's winter Mm -hmm. the way that like it comes back into it I think that for me for some reason the thing that kept like overriding lazy hazy crazy was seeing the Gilmore's house or like Lorelai's house like dressed up for Christmas with it snowing outside something about that scene that we just like get like it's a stagnant footage of like for something about it it was just like that moment and like we talked about in the revival episode but that it like feels a little bit forced mm-hmm. like the dialogue between them in the beginning Yeah, but just something about that whole episode that like there will never be a time when I'll turn that episode on and I won't instantly like feel the need to just start like crying uncontrollably I like, will always those, burst like, into tears yeah hearing those ghost voices come by like when they reveal Lorelai
1: sitting there the when ghost voices don't get me nearly as much as when they reveal her in the town square it's
0: more of like it's like building up I'm like oh and then when I see it kind of breaks and then when I see it's something about seeing the house the snow and the Christmas lights because we've never really seen it like that before yeah in my mind it's because like Luke has never really like lived there through a Christmas before yeah um we also just don't really get any Christmassy. Moments. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for Christmas. I don't know. It's just really that scene with the house. I'm like, yep, that trumps every other episode. <laughs> yeah. And puts it in the top spot for me. Can't explain it. Understand. I totally understand. It's in the top three
1: for me. Yeah. For that reason. It's good. But just the original series will always get me.
0: Yeah. I will say doing the premiere episodes was a lot harder for me than finales. Finales like came to me like, no problem. Really? Yeah. Finales for me are really hard. Really? Yep. So sorry for ending on a cliffhanger, besties, but join us in the next episode, The Rankings Part 2, where we'll have more to rank, and as always, more to say.
1: Follow us on Instagram at Podcast and make sure you subscribe to us on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on now, as we will have a new episode out every Tuesday, because we always have more
0: to say. And if you have more to say, find us on Patreon, where you can support the pod, join our Gilmore Obsessed community, and access bonus episodes every month.